Praise the Lord. We've been talking about demons, right? We'll finally land at Psalm 133 from verse 1 to verse 3. We'll finally land there. Praise the Lord. Can we read it? When the devil begins to fight a group of people, don't forget, we've been talking about demons for some time now, and we are not going to stop anytime soon. We are going to we'll exhaust it. We are going to talk about the possessions of demons, the influence of demons, and how they affect a church. And I want to show you one of them today. Praise the Lord. Somebody say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Listen to Psalm 113 from verse 1 to verse 3. It said, Behold, how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. Praise the Lord. Verse 2. It is like precious ointment upon the head. The ointment is not just ointment or it's not just an anointing oil. It is precious. That ran down upon the beard, even Aaron's beard. That went down to the skirts of his garments. Next verse. As the dew of Hermon and as the dew that descended upon the mountains of Zion, not one mountain, mountains of Zion. For there the Lord commanded the blessings, even life forevermore. Say the commanded blessing. I can't hear you. You have to be vim vimtious. Say the commanded blessings. Now notice there are blessings that are given. Listen carefully. There are blessings that are given. There are blessings that are received. And there are blessings that you can chance upon. But there is a place where you can command a blessing. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Please, are, are you getting me? Whereas somebody can dash you something. And it is by their own benevolence, their own free will. They can give you something. And that is because they want to give you. But there is a place where you can command something from that person because of your position in the person's life. Are you listening to me? When my wife knows that I can afford a fool, she won't come and say, uh, because, of, because of our relationship, she won't say, uh, oh, please. She won't lie on the floor. Oh, please. Oh, please. No. She will say, Husband, look at this one. It is old. Prepare yourself and get me a new one. Yeah, that is how her phone came about. And not long ago, she said something. This phone is very good, but I don't think I can use it for a long time because it will be the same phone I've been using. And the phone is not a bad phone. What am I trying to tell you? Because of her position in my life, she can command the blessing. She can command the phone. Are you listening to me? See, say oh, me see messages here preaching from January. We may miss her message way because if not, eh, you will finish 2023 and you will be in the same position, thinking why are things this way, and it will be your problem. It will be your problem that. Things have not changed in your life. 
I came here to effect a good change. Hallelujah. So, there is a place where you can command a blessing. It's not everything you must beg for. Even with God. It's not everything you beg for. So, he has designed us to come into a, a sphere or a realm where we can command a blessing. And it is stated in these three verses of Psalm 133. Listen. He says that how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together. In what? In what? In what? This is what I want to talk about. Because of her unitedness with me, she can command certain things from me and not beg for it. When you are not connected to someone in unity, you cannot, madam, sometimes you take things from your husband and he's not happy about it. But you take it anyway. It has been happening to me. I don't know how you do it, but you do it. Mama P. You've been doing it. Why, why does she have the capacity to do it? Because of what? Because of what? Because of what? And today, the Lord is going to teach us something very important, which I want everyone to get. So listen to this. The title of today's message is this. Power in unity that overcomes devils. Power in unity that overcomes devils. Don't forget, I started by telling you, there is a place where you can command a blessing. You don't beg for a blessing. You don't ask for a blessing. You make demands. You command it and it is given. So look at it. He said, Behold, how good and how pleasant it is for brethren or brothers or the church to dwell together in unity. Mm -hmm. It is like the precious ointment upon the head that runs down the beard. Even Aaron's beard that went down to the skirts of his garment. Mm -hmm. As the dew of Hermon and as the dew that descended upon the mountains of Zion. For there, for where? So listen, how did we come to Mount Zion? Through unity. How, is the, how do we come to the place of commanded blessing? Through unity. If you are not united, no oil will flow. And the thing that gives way for the commanded blessing is the oil upon the head of Aaron. Now listen, understand that it is a metaphor. It, there could be a husband in a, in a, in a home he is the Aaron of the house. As a church, I am a, is a type. I am the Aaron of this house. If you don't unite with me, oil will not flow from my head to you. Please, are you listening? So, there is a place where the church can have the commanded blessing. How? When we all dwell together in unity. In unity. So, when we are united, we are set to be blessed. It is a fact. Praise the Lord. When we are united, eh? 
we are set to be blessed. The, that is where you can command and it will happen. Some of the people, when I pray for them, it doesn't work. Why? Because they are not united in purpose. And I'm going to come there. I'm going to teach. I'm going to go into it. Praise the Lord. Genesis 6. Genesis 11 from verse 5 to verse 6. Genesis 5. 11 from verse 5 to verse 6. Genesis 11 from verse 5 to verse 6. Genesis 11. And the Lord came down to see the city and the tower which the children of men builded. You know the background story. The Tower of Babel. The children, they were, they were, this, are, this, this, is, this is a guy called Cush. Because he comes from Cush. But his real name is Nimrod. So he's called Nimrod Cush. Okay? The Bible says he was a mighty hunter. And he led a group of people and he said, in those days, the whole world had one language. It is because of their unity. That is why we have three. Ga, Hausa, Dagbani. And you go to English, French, Spanish, Portuguese, and the rest. Do you understand? Dutch. It's because of this guy. That is why God came down from heaven. If you study the whole geographical structure of the earth, it was one big plate of land. And then water was all around it. But in Genesis 11 to Genesis 12, the Lord came down from heaven to see what they were doing. And he divided the world. So to, till today, if you pick Africa, you join it. You pick Asia and everywhere, Europe, America, you join it. You get a seamless break. There will be no space between them. They fit into each other perfectly. Why? Because that was the time that God came down to the earth to divide them. Why? I am afraid, but I will say it. I am afraid to say that their unity threatened God. God had to come down from heaven. And the Lord came down to see the city and the tower which the children of men builded. Verse 6. And the Lord said, Behold, the people is one. The people what? How can you say the people is one? We mean Tibrofupi, but you can't write this English in even Anika can't write it. If she write, the teacher will mark her wrong. But you see, the Lord deliberately leaves certain errors to highlight certain truths. So he says that, and the Lord, and the Lord said, Behold, the people is one. <laughs> And they have all one language. And this they begin to do. And now, nothing will be restrained from them. Which they have imagined to do. Why? Because the people are what? One. My brother, my sister. If you see that the anointing on my life is working for one and the person is enjoying the blessing of the Lord and you are not, check your connectivity. Check your oneness with me. Check your heart with me. It is not my fault. 
It is not my doing. The Lord trained me not to hate one church member. Listen. The Lord put me through fire so that I cannot hate one church member. There is a place where the Lord commanded the blessing. He gave it to the man of God to command blessings over people. How? When you are united with the man of God and the purpose for which the Lord called the man of God, whatever the case is, when I speak over your life, it will change. There are people who have been brought to my house. They were, they were left for dead. They walked out of the house on their own like this. But they were scooped like ice cream into my house. Not once, not twice, not three times, not four times. No, several times I have gone into death-like situations and resurrection has come up. So it is not my fault. The Lord said, if you don't teach it, and you know when the Lord gave me this message? During the 24-hour prayer. Yes. So I sat down in the night yesterday to prepare this message because the Lord said, teach this thing to my people. Now, when the Lord came down, if you read it further, you find out they had not yet built the city. It was what? It was what? It was what? So they had thought of it. They had not yet started building it. But their imagination was a building in the eyes of God. And it teaches us faith here. Anything you set your heart and your mind to do, God sees it as already built in the realms of the spirit. That is why you have to be careful of your imaginations. Do not suppress the imaginations of our kids. When they imagine good, allow them to flourish. When you see that it is going into error, shape it. Praise the Lord. Don't let the kid tell you, one day I'll be the richest man and say, shut up, what are you using wealth for? No, never say that. You'll be shocked that people come from such backgrounds. They've been trained that small money is true holiness. Do you understand what I'm teaching you? So, God came down from heaven to see what has become of them. And what was he saying? He said that these people are of one mind, one heart. And what they have imagined, it will come to pass. So God came down to see the tower, which had not yet been built. And God had seen the tower. Have you seen what is happening? They decided to build a tower. And by deciding to build a tower alone, the Lord revealed a certain understanding. He said, and the Lord said, behold, the people is one and they have all one language. And this they begin to do. And now nothing will be restrained from them. Nothing will be what? What is he telling us? By unity, by oneness, by togetherness, nothing will be able to stop a group of people. I don't know another word for nothing. But if you can help me, I'll be happy. 
What is another word for nothing? Nothing. The other word for nothing is nothing. Praise the Lord. Are we getting something this morning? So look at this man. This one guy, he's called Nimrod Kush. He was leading this group of people into building a tower into heaven. And God had to come down from heaven to see what they were building. Why? Because God himself had said that they have imagined something in their heart and nothing will restrain, restrain them from achieving it. My brother, my sister, why do you think the devil fights every church from uniting? Can I get an answer? Why do you think the devil fights every church from uniting? Because he knows that in unity, the pastor doesn't have to do much. In unity, the blessings will flow. Oh, how good and how pleasant it is for brothers to dwell together, for sisters to dwell together. He said, it is like the oil running down the beard of Aaron. Sometimes the reason why I am not anointed enough for your problem is because you are not connected to me well. So there is no oil flowing down my beard for you. How can I be preaching to you and you are bitter with me? How? You mean I stay up all night praying all day? Pray. Now is prayer easy? No, I want to know. Is prayer easy? When I saw, when I saw the way it was, I said, I know, I now know. Let's cut it. Let's stop it here. Praise the Lord. Why is it that the Lord puts me together as a gift for you, but you are fighting the gift that God gave you? Now, not only me. Why do you fight your brother who you share the same blood and the same body with? Don't you know you are one with your brother and you are one with your sister? Why? What has come in this world that cannot be solved easily? That it is only, only bitterness, only anger, only strife, and only pain of the heart that can be demonstrated. Don't you get it that it is the weapons of darkness? Don't you get it that that is how the enemy can diffuse our strength? Don't you get it that the idea of the devil doing this is to stop the commanded blessing? What is a commanded blessing? It is a choice blessing. It is a blessing that you determine that must happen to you. It is not any general kind of blessing. Why do we need a commanded blessing? Because the commanded blessing will make sure that that specific business sees a hundred million dollars profit in a year. That specific business. Why? Because it has been commanded from the beard of Aaron into your life. Do you understand what is happening? Do you understand it? So, the place of the commanded blessing is not to stop, 
to stop the church. It is to build the church. That is why as much as he gave the blessing of the sun, he gave the blessings of the moon, he gave the blessings of winter, of summer, of autumn, of spring. He gave Hamatan and he gave us rainy season. Hallelujah. After he gave all those seasons and blessings, then he said, I will set my people apart by a specific kind of blessing so that whether they plant or they don't plant, they will eat. Whether it is winter or it is summer, they will eat. Whether the businesses, they are qualified to do it well or not, they will eat. Listen, Bishop Puti is my brother, so I'll say this story. There is a man in his church. He said, the man does something. People are chasing after him in the whole of Accra. And he invited the man to come and do the same thing for him. And he said, if he was the one, he has to pay. He won't, pay. He won't use this guy. Because he can't do well with what he says he's doing. But people are chasing him all over Accra. My man, when grace is working for you, forget who is specialist. Who is specialist? I'm talking about a guy who's commanding 10 million Ghana City every six months. You, you see, it, forget it. And a, and a special, money is special. When grace is on you, you will be preferred above people. Amen. Because there is a commanded blessing. That's what I want to teach you this morning. There's a place where there is a commanded blessing. It doesn't just come. You are not the ordinary man. You are not. Listen, the Lord makes the, the, the sun, the rain, everything to shine upon the godly and ungodly. They are all under God's grace. It is called the common ground of grace. But when you want to enter the special ground of God's grace, there are things that are required of you. There are things that you need. Well, number one is this thing that I'm talking. The power of unity. The spirit of unity among the church. Praise the Lord. So when you study this group of people, take me back to that place. When you study this group of people, you find out that, yes, when you study this group of people, you find out that unity had built the, the tower. Even, even when, can I say this? When a husband and a wife are united and they make up their mind that they want to build a house, they may have one city, but their house will be built. Why is it that it gets to a time? A sister is not talking to a brother. A brother is not talking to a sister. There's come some kind of confusion and people are just angry with each other. And if you ask properly, what is the issue? You didn't call me last year. You didn't come to my birthday. You didn't wish me happy birthday. And because of that, the more people grow old, the more they grow apart. Why? So can't you see, my people, can't you see, I'm asking again, can't you see that it is the plan of the dark one, the darkness, the wicked one, the devil, to stop your blessings? Can't you see it? Please, what is going on? Interference. This is what I've imagined something. What it means is that 
in the realms of the spirit, your imaginations are the building blocks, the iron rods, and the money used to purchase. Don't listen. I'm teaching some things here, and I want you to get it. Imagine good, imagine right. How is it that you can't imagine another man doing well? How? How? What has their falling got to do with your rising? I'm asking again. You want somebody to fail. What has their failure got to do with your promotion? Church, if we are not united in purpose, a lot of things will go wrong. A lot of things will go wrong. And I notice something that keeps happening in Grace Army Church. And I pray that it doesn't continue. Hallelujah. Yeah. Which is this. I see that every time new people come, they get transformed and get instant miracles. But after a while, then some way, somehow they become better. I don't know. I don't know who is feeding who with information. You think this church is bad? You think so? Go to the one across. They have bigger problems than here. You don't believe it? There's one here. Okay, let's leave here. You see the fine one up there? He's my brother. You can go there. If you don't find problem there, stay there. What I'm telling you is this. There's problems everywhere. Why? Because the devil is after every true church. But it is you and I's responsibility to be united no matter what. When someone comes to tell you something about another, this person did this and he hurt me, hurt me. What do you say to the person? Oh, menyo, menyo crow. Wanyadia crow. What has he produced? Akumaya wea. There's bitterness. Ubuefu. Why we name to say, came here, Dokno. Everything is not going well. Then you become bazaar. Your head becomes like a You don't know what to do with your life. Oh, brother, sister. Praise the Lord, somebody. Don't you see that the devil is planting seed so that when I say, this week, may doors of opportunities be open to you. You can say amen, but unfortunately it won't work. And it hurts me. Why? Because, and listen, let me tell you, the Lord will not hold on to certain things for a long time because he has a plan and a purpose for us and what we must accomplish. He's looking for your oneness with me. He's looking for unity between you and your brother. He's looking for cordiality between us so that the proper promotion will come. Listen, I noticed that my number one work actually is to unite everyone with me. So if you don't understand the primary role, why I stand here to preach every day, you would think that it's about you making money and just going. You getting blessed and going. There's an aspect of that. But that's not the fundamental. My number one role is to join all of us together as one big body carrying out the purpose of God. Isn't it amazing? Doctors will come out of this church. 
pharmacists will come out of this church. Glorious businessmen will come out of this church. Pastors, evangelists, prophets. So listen, when the devil cannot stand in front of you and defeat you, he now enters the midst of you and he calls you to self-destruct. Why are you fighting your sister? Why are you angry with your mother? Why? Can't you get the big picture that the devil is actually against your life? He's against your progress. Can't you see it? That, that is the whole idea of the devil working against the family, against a city, and against a, a nation or a kingdom. Why are there so much divisions? Because, listen, there's a certain African country that had a certain long 12-year-old war. And if you, if you hear how it came about, one journalist was interviewing a politician and said something about another group of people in that nation. And then... Uh, Another person too said something from that department of that nation. And that is how two factions in, in one nation kill themselves. The only good thing that we saw from them is that they brought some of the clubs and the weapons as replica to show us in museums. Ah, you can see the word desolation. It, it is coming. It has come. It is coming. Okay. Hey. <laughs> the word desolation means what? A state of complete emptiness. Do you get what I'm saying? So, no, nothing has been taken from you yet. However, nothing enters your life. So, this is what disunity does. And I'm talking in the context of the church. That as a church, as a group of people gathered here to worship and to have fellowship with God and one another. Listen, it is required of us to be united in grace and in vision. In purpose. Why? Because that is how the Lord commands the blessing. The commanded blessing is a designed blessing by your thoughts and your imagination. It is a designed blessing that will fit into your specificity. It is not a general blessing. The sun rises for every man and it sets for every man. The rain falls for every man and every man can enjoy it. But how do you ensure that when many are dying, you are still alive? It is because of the commanded blessing. Number two, 
let's finish number one. A state of emptiness, of complete. half and half. Is a state of what? And distraction. Number two, a great unhappiness or how are you not united and yet you expect to be happy? Isn't this amazing? The day you make money and you want to throw a party, buy a full cow and eat it, let's see. Have you ever heard it before? The reason why I said this is because when you take this UN from here, it becomes happy. And because you're happy, you're throwing a party. You find out that you need men to come and eat your food for you to be happy. Is that all? It's only two, eh? Okay, you've given us two. We like it. A state of complete emptiness or distraction. A great unhappiness or loneliness. <laughs> Take me back to the scripture. Let me work on it. But when the Pharisees, verse 25... And Jesus knew their thoughts and said unto them, every kingdom divided against itself is brought to desolation. And every city or house divided against itself shall not stand. So the reason why certain churches are not standing, the reason why Grace Army Church, we are fought on every side. We, listen, our fight must be the fight to be united. That should be our number one fight. Next verse. And if Satan cast out Satan, he is divided against himself. How shall then his kingdom stand? Go. The principle that unites a group of people to prosper, even the devil is using it. Even the devil is using it. How come the church of Jesus Christ cannot use this? So listen, the Bible says that ye are a kingdom of priests, so we are kingdom. Praise the Lord. The Bible says that a city set up on a hill cannot be hidden. So Grace Army Church, we are a city. He said, my house shall be called the house of prayer. So we are a house. Listen, we are God's kingdom. We are God's city. And we are God's house. We must be united in grace and in vision. We must be united in purpose. So that nothing good shall be taken out of our hands. Praise the Lord. I want to show you another scripture. There are massive scriptures I have here. Mark chapter 3, verse 27. The devil will fight to disunite us as a kingdom, as a city, and as a house. But we don't have to give him the chance. No man can enter into a strong man's house and spoil his goods. Except he will first bind the strong man and then he will spoil his house. What is that supposed to mean? The man is strong. The Bible said the man is strong, isn't it? How can you go to a strong man's house and spoil him or take his goods? He said, except you bind him. What does that mean? The strength of the church is our unity. So the way the devil will spoil us is to first bring divisions, disunity. Then that said strong man is actually or literally no more strong. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Let's go to Romans 8.11. Let me show you something. 
Do you know that this unity exists in the Godhead? <laughs> I want to show you. God the Father, God the Son, God, they have to be united. If not, uh, all of them will cease to be. You've not seen it like this before. Look at it. But if the spirit of him that raised Jesus Christ from the dead dwells in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal body. Now look at something. It is required that when the time of Jesus was, he was supposed to come back to life from the three days of death, it was required that the Holy Spirit has to come in and do his work. Imagine if the Holy Spirit was angry with Jesus. Do you know why I can ask this question? Because when you study theology to a certain level, you understand that Jesus that walked on the man on the earth was 100% man, 100% God. What's that supposed to tell us? That it got to a time he was tired. It got to a time he was sleepy. It got to a time he cried. Spirits don't cry. Spirits don't get tired. But he got tired. What does that mean? His humanity was playing out. It was expedient or it was, it was a great requirement that the Holy Spirit will quicken him and bring him back to life. Imagine say Jesus, Eshasasenase. Holy Spirit say, Usuna se beji wiase. Ona o shehoro. Anka you and our redemption and salvation, where would they have been? But God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit are united in purpose, in the vision, and in grace. Praise the Lord. Can I show you another scripture? John ten thirty. Don't post it. John 10.30. John 10.30. I can't hear you. John 10.30. Jesus had to say it. You see the unity between them? Now let's do, let's do 1 John 5.7. 1 John 5.7. I want to show you things. Please, if you are not united in purpose, so, so listen to something. It's like you want to marry a girl. Find her to be part of your purpose. If you know that you have a ministry and you want to marry a girl, call her, oh, I want to do ministry. The Lord can throw us to Kutunu. Will you go? She said, oh no, me, I want to only send her in a crowd. Okay. Mm, 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 mm. Fast, fast. Praise the Lord. Can you see it? Ready, go. Can we read together? Go. For there are three that bear record in heaven. The Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost. And these three are, they are what? I said, even God, it is required for him to be united as one. Now that I've shown you this, let me take you to the book of Acts. Chapter 2. Let's do Acts chapter 2 verse 1. I'm about, bringing, I'm about to end bringing my message to a close. And when the day of Pentecost was fully, they were all together in, with what? In. You see the emphasis is not the place. But let me emphasize a little bit. Some of you don't like coming to church. You don't like church. We all have to be in one place. Come to church, oh, one place. 
Oh, pastor, I'm fellowshipping online. Anytime you stay online and here, are they the same? No, I tell me, are they the same? I don't know. But I'm sorry, they were in one place. One place. Amen. One place. I didn't hear a good amen. They were all in one place. Say, I'll be in one place. Yes. Listen, I want to teach you to be blessed. I, I really do. Now look at something. I want to also emphasize on this word, one accord or accord. The word accord is the, in, in the Greek is the word homotomadan. It's a long word. It's actually two words put together. It means with one mind. It means with one passion. But I'm going to get very, very interesting here. Please listen carefully. It means unanimously. Okay? And then the next word that it means, it means together in breath. Come up, come up, come up, come up. Come up. Some people understand. Uh, it means one in breath. If you don't kiss, you are not in one breath. I didn't have okay. Then I said, okay. Actually, this word accord means locked in one breath, in intercourse. Uh, uh, uh. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I said, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Are you getting it? Yes. I said, are you getting it? Yes. Uh, do you understand? Yes. How come you and me are not breathing one? How come? Exactly. 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 Imagine if we were in one place. Everything was together. We were connected in purpose. Connected in function. Connected in the same place. I mean, my, my, my armor bearer will not say, you want to shape pastors and don't come. Will you say that? Oh, no. Come and shake my hand. Shake my hand. If you want to book an appointment, that one, dear hair, no so. But I've made provision for that. Praise the Lord. Are we learning something? I say, listen, the church was in one place, one accord. Okay. Let's look at something. Let's go to verse 2. Verse 2 and verse 3. And suddenly, somebody say suddenly. Say suddenly. Always understand. When you are in one place with one accord, there are sudden blessings and sudden miracles that occur. You cannot control. They are sudden. They are sudden. There will be a sudden blessing both in the church and the man of God's life, in my life. Oh yes. There's always a sudden blessing. But if we are not in one place, we are not breathing the same air. Now, you know this word, the one accord, the word accord is also to be, to be together in life, in work, and in sacrifice. So, if, if we are not in one accord, eh, the problems, bah, problems be brave. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Verse 3. No, let me finish. So suddenly, and suddenly there came a sound of, from heaven as a, as a rushing mighty wind and filled the house where they were, they were sitting. So we see that 
the blessing comes constantly. The blessing will come. That one day it will come. But it comes suddenly. Now look at something. And there appeared. There appeared. There appeared. The next word I'll look, I'll look for is the or next phrase. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as of fire. And it sat upon each of each of are, we, are they not were they not in one place, one accord? And then suddenly, and now when the blessing came, it landed on what? When you are connected in grace and in vision, a half does not get blessed and a half not blessed. We all get blessed equally. Please, have you listened to what I said? Yes. Have you listened? Do you understand? If I pass the microphone now, will you understand? Now, do you know how the commanded blessing comes? Now, I want to show you how because of their unity, they were blessed. One last verse. The same chapter 2. Verse 46 to 47. Verse 46. Don't worry. Don't mind your nose. The, only, the angels are touching it. They are working on it. Okay. Don't worry. The Lord is here. He's taking care of it. Ready? Go. Let's read. And they continuing daily with one accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house did eat their meat with gladness and singleness next verse praising God and having favor with all the people and the Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved you want favor <laughs> May person may ye anointed Emmawo connect with me. I say, do what? That's all I'm asking. I'm not asking more than you can give. I'm not asking too much. I just want you to be connected with me in purpose, in unity. And I know nothing will be able to stop us. He said they have imagined the thing. The people are of one mind, one heart, and nothing will be restrained from them. Praise the Lord. At this point, take me to Psalm 113 from the first scripture I quoted. And please write that prophetic name.